Nutrition is part of our world and nutrients are what our body needs. But with all the fads, gimmicks, trends, and unrealistic ideas about eating, things can be very confusing. Let's dig through the hype and adopt a way of eating that is sustainable and provides the nutrients we need without freaking out over our food. Join me if you're ready to be over the dogma that there's a right and a wrong way to eat. Here, we navigate eating healthier in the real world. Hello, and welcome to the Real World Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Rael, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist. I invite you to listen to this podcast with an open mind and be willing to let go of long-standing beliefs about nutrition. I am a nutrition myth buster, helping to dispel myths and misinformation about food and nutrition. I help people have improved health, wellness, and energy without dieting. Welcome to today's show. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Real World Nutrition Podcast. As this episode is releasing, it is Earth Day, so I thought it would be timely to address the topic of what you can do to reduce food waste. And what is the difference between food loss and food waste? Now, it is estimated by some accounts that a family of four loses around $1,500 in uneaten food each year in the United States. And much of that food waste is food purchased for preparation and consumption that isn't. So what does this mean? Well, It's not really the leftovers that you put in a container to eat later and forgot about. That is food waste, but that's not the majority of the food waste from households. And it isn't the food that was left on the plate. As much as our parents and our grandparents and even those of us who are parents tell the kids to clean their plates This isn't a significant contributor to food waste. And we need to stop telling people to clean their plates. We need to stop, stop doing that. The concern and the issue here is that all the food, this food that we are putting in the landfill, contributes to methane greenhouse gases. It is significant. 
So food waste from the home is more likely that head of lettuce that you bought, but it got lost in the crisper drawer. You never used it, and it's not even close to being crisp now. The can of food that's long past the use-by or sell-by date, that and that is disposed or thrown away, that is food waste. And just so you know, even though that food is just fine, because the use-by and sell-by dates are just guidelines put out by the food manufacturer, it's not that the food is bad, people will toss it because they don't understand what these use-by and sell-by dates mean. And I've addressed that previously in episode 11 of the Real World Nutrition Podcast called Eat, Keep, or Toss. I'll link that in the show notes if you want to go back and listen to that and what those dates really mean. Now, there is a difference between food loss and food waste. Food loss is related to the food before it reaches the retailer, the grocery store, or us as the consumer. This is not the food misplaced in the fridge. So an example of food loss includes if there's a freeze or an other related weather incident, weather related incident that damages or destroys a crop before it's harvested. That's food loss. Transportation issues, like if the semi-tractor trailer full of lettuce or some other food was in an accident, and now there's lettuce heads all over the interstate. That's food loss. It didn't reach the retailer yet. Now, I want to give an example. Years ago, when I would buy our milk at Costco, it was two-gallon containers that were zip-tied together. Heavy, cumbersome, clumsy. And then one day, it changed that the two gallons were in a cardboard box. I was like, of course I had to comment about this. More packaging. But when I did make a comment about it to the employees at Costco, I quickly changed my tune because they told me, really, it was helping to reduce food loss because many, many gallons of milk would be lost when that plastic jug could get damaged or even that plastic container could get nicked by a cutting blade when opening packages and that would whole gallon of milk would be lost. So it was quite frequent. And when they added the boxes to surround those plastic containers, it really reduced the loss, the food loss. Also, just another example from 2020, as you all know what happened in 2020, when schools closed, restaurants shut down, and the food that they normally purchased was not being used, let alone ordered. There was tons, literally tons of food not being purchased or used because schools and restaurants weren't open. And there was no place to store this food long term. There were huge losses there. And hopefully, as I believe we all think, what happened in 2020 was literally a once in a lifetime experience. 
but at the time the food just had nowhere to go. There were a lot of things that people did to help rescue some of this food, but it was just still a big loss. Now, most of things, most of these things are just out of our hands as consumers and even as retailers to a certain extent. And I won't get into supply to supply chain issues since that's not so much related to food availability, but availability of resources, including human, to get food to various places. Now, food waste is more what I like to address because that's something we personally can do something about. Now, food waste includes when retailers throw out food when we, the consumer, will not buy it because it's too bruised or it doesn't look good or a box is bent at the corner or the can is slightly dented. I'm not saying to ignore food safety or food quality, but if a package isn't open and the product is still good, why not buy it? And again, the use by and sell by dates also contribute to food waste since retailers won't sell foods that are close to those dates and consumers don't buy it, even if the food is still good. Now, at home, stop the food waste. First, stop buying things that you don't use. People buy things uh, with the best of intention of using it and then don't. So get better, if you don't already do this, get better at planning your meals and check the fridge, check the pantry, check the freezer for what you have and plan around that rather than the other way around. So plan around the food that you already have and plan items you want, plan items that you want to eat more specifically. And then always double check what you have on hand. And then don't over prepare food unless you plan to freeze it and not toss it later. I know a lot of people like to do meal prep, but then as day four, five rolls around, they're not interested and that food becomes wasted. And with food prep, that is for those of you who aren't familiar with it or don't do it. This is a day of the week where people prepare their meals for the entire week, five days, which is great unless people start getting bored by Thursday or Friday and stop eating those foods. One of the more significant challenges when um, in our household was when we went from three people to two people and that one who left was at the time a teenage boy. So I really had to focus on scaling back how much food I prepared and stock up on containers for leftovers. I could make our meals for two or three and then we would have the two servings for dinner and the third serving was tomorrow's lunch for one of us. Now, there's an additional step that can, you can do to help reduce 
food waste at home, potentially. And that could be compost food scraps. Compost the foods. Now, I'm not an expert on composting, not even close. I took a class at my county extension and attempted to do it for a summer, but it didn't work out for me. We just didn't have enough food scraps, food left over to have a vibrant, active compost pile. And we don't have a community composting system where I live. So it didn't work out for me. I may try again down the road, but I really try to do my best to minimize the food waste in the first place. Of course, there will always be some waste, since when we cut up vegetables, portions of that will be tossed like onion skins and avocado peels and banana peels, the cores and tips of many vegetables. But don't toss a whole onion, avocado, or produce intact because it was never used. We want to focus on using that. Now recognize we're not perfect, not even close. But I do like the fact that I have only one trash bag each week unless it's time for spring cleaning. So really focusing on what you can do to reduce food waste in your home. I'd love to hear from you and what your tips are to reduce food waste. I could share them in a later episode if I have some new and unique ideas to share with everyone who's listening. And happy Earth Day, everyone. That's Real World Nutrition for this week. Bye for now. I invite you to join the Real World Nutrition Facebook group at Real World Nutrition. Sign up for my weekly email newsletter at ShellyRiel.com. Connect with me on your favorite social media sites by checking the links in the show notes. If you have a nutrition-related question you would like addressed in the podcast, post it in the Real World Nutrition Facebook group, or use the form on my website, ShellyRiel.com, and click on Contact. Thanks for listening. Bye now.